0: Welcome to the Beyond Mom podcast, the podcast for moms seeking connection to self while navigating the journey of motherhood. Get inspired with our practical tools, soulful conversations, and honest stories told by other women like you. From entrepreneurship to healthy living to style, Beyond Mom will spark you to live the thriving life you deserve. And now, join our host, Randy Zinn, as she takes you Beyond Mom. Um, Hi, and welcome to On Air with Beyond Mom. I'm so happy that you're tuning in to listen to a conversation that I'm super excited to have today. Why? Because it's with my bestie, Jenny Greenstein, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite friends in the world. And it's not every day that I bring in one of my personal friends onto the podcast, but when it's a conversation that I know you all will want to hear, that's when I do it. So she's actually sitting right next to me. Hi, Jenny. Hi, how are you? Good. I'm so happy you're here because I love to talk to you all the time. And two, I know that you have some amazing insights for our listeners on a couple of important subjects. One, style. Mm -hmm. Two, (laughs) the intensity and beauty of motherhood.
1: Definitely. Definitely that.
0: Yes. Um, And you've also really activated some really interesting parts of yourself as a woman, as an activist of your own um, perspectives. And so I'm really excited to share everything with our listeners today. So let's start by you telling us a little bit about your soul style, your business um, as a stylist and somebody who expresses her gorgeous vision Mm -hmm. of how a woman can make herself everything she feels she is um, through her style. So go ahead, tell us all about it.
1: Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Jenny and I'm... um, The Woman Behind Your Soul Style, which is a platform uh, where style meets mindfulness. I have, um, my career began in, it's always been in the fashion industry, in a styling capacity capacity or a visual merchandising capacity. And, you know, style in general has always been something that is a passion near and dear to my heart. I remember from a very young age, really feeling connected to self-expression and having that come through in how we dress. Um, so it was almost as if a seed was planted when I was really young and I, and I knew this was something that I wanted to do. Um, but that path led me to working in the corporate fashion world. Um, obviously, in college, I, I didn't really know where that would take me. but. And I didn't really know how, how can I be a stylist? You know, what does that look like? And so um, I worked in the corporate fashion world for about 10 years. And even throughout that journey, I always felt like I needed to do something more. Um, I always felt that style had so much more to do than a bottom line and return on investment financially, that it is about self-expression, it is unique. And I felt like um, just being a woman and being in New York City, all of the external influences played too much a part in how we show up and how we dress and how we really need to kind of dive deep and look inward and peel those layers back in order to be our full self and fully express ourselves authentically. So I bridged the gap between style and mindfulness and I launched Your Soul Style in 2013 I decided to take the leap of faith and leave corporate America, which was definitely scary at the time, but um, it was almost like I had no choice. Um, That's how it felt at the time, and I had the support of my partner, so I was able to do so, which I feel really grateful for. So I started Your Soul Style in 2013, and I work with women now in, in, in helping them find their truest self-expression, their authentic self-expression. And we do that through peeling back the layers and really, really diving deep to understand who you are, where you are. Life takes you on so many different transitions, and your style is constantly evolving, but at your core you know you are who you are and you retain that and how does that how does that manifest in your personal style in your expression in how you're showing up i think that the alignment of the inner and outer self is critical for confidence for self-esteem and and for us to live our best selves as our best selves hmm. that's
0: amazing <laughs> and i what i love that i've always loved that comes through what you do is that you do have this background and interest always in mental health and spirituality, and even dabbled in social work. I did, yes. yes. And what I think is beautiful is that you know, in our culture, we can look at style as something that's um, surface, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, 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 <laughs> <laughs> not surface. In fact, quite deep. Um, and I love that everything you do stems from that philosophy. So. I just want to go back and give our listeners a little bit of our history, which is kind of awesome because when I was holding uh, some of my earlier Beyond Mom events, the first time that I met Jenny was at one of the mm-hmm. events and you were very early pregnant yes. with your daughter, Vita, yes. um, who is now fast forward best friends with my daughter, Zara, which is so great. So anyway anyone bear with us as we (laughs) fell over our daughters. Um, So you showed up to this event um, when you were launching Your Soul Style Mm -hmm. and you really set out um, to connect with women at a place of transition. And I think what was so interesting was that motherhood was like, obviously, you don't work with only mothers, but it seemed to be a pocket where you really felt a Mm -hmm. connection. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you launched into your own pregnancy and experience. And it seems to me that you got so much information Mm -hmm. from your own life and the ways in which you can step into a woman as she's transitioning and going through pregnancy and then going through that kind of awkward space Mm post-pregnancy of like, how the hell do I dress myself now? And Mm -hmm. how the heck do I get myself into my closet and out of it feeling like my head is in the right place? Mm -hmm. Um, So I love that you've done that. So tell us a bit more about really connecting with the motherhood space and style and like
1: working with how, frankly, uncomfortable some of that time mm-hmm. can be. Definitely. Well, um, so, so my journey began um, even before I actually conceived because I went through fertility. So my body started to change change very, very early in the journey. And, um, you know, early on in my pregnancy, when I started to, when my body started to change and I didn't fit into my clothing and... My emotional experience was changing, too. I mean, obviously, like when you are pregnant, when you're stepping into motherhood in any capacity, um, you're going through a huge transformation, physical and emotional simultaneously. And even me, who is a stylist and enjoys fashion and expression, felt little bit lost in that space, really coming to terms with all of those changes and what that means in terms of my self-expression. Um, so I had to be creative and I had to think outside of the box and I had to find a way to feel comfortable in my own skin and and find a way to express myself in terms of changing my personal style and tweaking and, and making those adjustments. Um, and obviously, as you move through your pregnancy, your body is changing Tremendously through every different trimester, so you need to consistently adjust and evolve in terms of your personal style and and how that's coming through. Um, I found the biggest change to happen even more so after, though, because then you're like, I'm a mom, um, I have a child, so I have all of those. You know, there are so many moving pieces. You know, you may or may not be breastfeeding, so you're you're coping with that too. Um, so it really needs to be strategic about what you're putting on your body. Um, your time has changed, your disposable time has changed, your financial situation may or may not have changed in terms of where you can invest um, your dollars. So there's all of these these different moving pieces. So um, I work with women in terms of really helping them find their new normal after baby arrives and, you know, during the prenatal space too. Um, But I think the the, even the bigger transformation happens after and we really peel back and we try. It's not really necessarily about going back, and kind of returning to the person that was before you even began this journey. And I think that that's a misconception that women sometimes, you know, feel, um, or want, they are looking to return back to something that once was and, and, for all the moms out there that are listening, you probably know this there, that person is no more, you know, you are, you are a new person. Yeah. Um, you're in a new normal space and, and style comes along for that ride too. So we need to work together and, and find that new center, find that new balance, find that new um, way of expressing yourself that aligns all the different moving pieces of your life from a function perspective, from a style perspective. And, And we do that through closet cleansing and kind of detoxing your closet and combing through. And, you know, it's funny. I just had a client last week and it's like sometimes we go through um, your closet and it's like time stamped. You know, it's like I wore this back when I was like going out to bars or I wore this when I was in like my first job or on date night with my partner or whatnot. And I'm just not doing that anymore. I have, you know, three inch stilettos in my closet and I haven't worn them in a year and a half. And they just don't seem to make sense for my life anymore. And it's really um, coming to terms with that. And there's a self-acceptance that happens through that process, too. And really owning and understanding that, like, that's just not who I am anymore. Mm -hmm. And there's a release in that. And it's actually pretty refreshing once you take the leap and you actually embrace it. Um, But it's hard and it's complicated. And it's a huge metamorphosis. And all change is difficult. um, But it's necessary. So, yeah, we do a closet cleanse and that's really how we begin and we find that new baseline and then we find those new pieces and work them into your closet and find that new sense of style and find that new balance and find that new alignment of your inner and outer self for who you are today, not who you once were.
0: So this is why Jenny and I so naturally compliment each other because everything that she just talked about is literally like beyond mom philosophy, which is that it's not about, um, It's not about who you were. It's not about trying to be the woman that you once were. It's about rolling with the change, embracing the possibility in it. And then even if it's painful or difficult, it's like getting to that other side of that metamorphosis of this is who I am now is where all the power is. And Jenny expresses that so beautifully through how we express our style, Mm -hmm. um, which is completely the platform for how we also express our voice and who we are. It's like when we feel good in our skin and in our clothes, we represent ourselves and anything that we want to do in the world with so much more strength
1: and passion and clarity. So I love that. So just you know, just to piggyback on what you're saying, just to give you kind of a little bit of an anecdote, I have a client who is a student, and um, you know, she came to me after. She had her, her son, so she has two kids, and her son was, I think he just turned two, and she's in school, and she wasn't really feeling that her, her like, her complete full self in terms of her personal style, so we've been working together, and recently she, you know, had put on one of the looks that we had, um, styled together and she went in to go take a test an exam a big final and she said I mean, she had texted me right before and she's just like I know I'm just gonna like crush this final It's just like because of how I feel my entire mindset is different my whole emotional experience is different my whole sense of self my confidence is different you know it's just I, I feel complete and and she did
0: You know, and yeah, you know, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's relevant. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that we also like forget, you know, I have so many women tell me this, whether they're my client or not, where it's like, I've been wearing leggings for like nine, twelve, two years. You know, I don't know how to get out of this like legging run. Like there's nothing wrong with leggings. Like I'm not like a legging hater. Like athleisure is great. Like I know a lot of women work out and I'm in full favor and support of that but we have to get dressed you know and we have to sort of embrace our body and the changes that they've made also like new curves new lines new you know clothing fits differently now and and recently, you know, I talked a lot about like investing into every single phase of your life, everything, every single stage of your life is worthy of investing into. And I'm not saying you need to break the bank or dip into your savings, but there should be a set budget to invest into every phase of your life. And, and that means, you know, taking, taking some time to find clothing that works through all of those physical changes as well. And all of those emotional changes, you know, shouldn't necessarily be just defaulting to what fits or what's, stretchy or what's flexible. I mean, we, we need to feel empowered every day and we need to honor every single phase our body goes through. It's, mm. it's really important. So if you haven't checked it out,
0: um, now over two years ago, Jenny and I did a closet cleanse in my closet and I have to say it was extremely profound. Um, so if you go to the Beyond Mom website and you look into the archives, if you Google or in the search tab, you can look up Jenny Greenstein or closet cleanse and I'm sure it'll come up. Um, but I can definitely say that that um, when my daughter was but a few months old and we decided to kind of give this baby a go, having Jenny come into my closet and help me literally cleanse. I mean, get rid of some old crap. Stuff that was just sitting there. And we don't even realize. Like, we can't see even what's in our own closet. Like, I feel like besides anything new that I got, I was actually able to see what I had. Mm -hmm. And in a way that I didn't remember or Mm -hmm. realize. Mm -hmm. Jenny's also an unbelievable clothing folder. I like (laughs) that.
1: My visual merchandising skills. The visual merchandising
0: skills. I would never see my closet look so gorgeous. It doesn't look exactly like that anymore, but it was a really big inspiration. She helped me see the little things that can make a huge difference, like the skinny hangers and the steamer for your clothes so that you're not walking around looking like a wrinkled mess. Yes, These are important. these are very important things, but when we're like busy mom phase, like we're sort of like, eh, but, yeah. but that's how we're expressing ourselves. The other really, really big thing that made a huge impact for me that I thought you could kind of talk a little bit more about here mm-hmm. was the cat. And I think when you're in transition Mm -hmm. and you're you're feeling overwhelmed with lack of time, Mm -hmm. body changes, you're not where you were, you're not where you're necessarily going to go, but you have this section of your closet Mm -hmm. that's really refined and very clearly fit for the moment. I found that for me at that time where I still had extra weight on my body, I was still nursing, it was so helpful to feel like I didn't have to go through my entire closet Mm -hmm. in those few months. But that I could go to this area that was designated to be my area in this time Mm -hmm. and everything in there fit well looked pretty and i knew that i could look put together because of this capsule Mm -hmm. so like tell us a little bit more about the capsule and how you create that for somebody
1: yeah well i definitely think that you know when i do a closet cleanse we do go through your entire closet usually i mean depending on how big it is you know we we might do the season whether it be spring summer off or fall winter and especially when I meet with women that are, you know, I think you were either four or six months postpartum. Yeah, so I think pretty it was like four early months, after yeah. having a baby. I know society like tries to tell us that we should be at a certain weight. You know, after we have a baby, but that is not true. Yeah. Six months is still still very early after having a baby. Your body is still changing dramatically, especially if you're nursing. So we we comb through your whole closet. But what I like to do is pull together, like Randy said, a capsule of items that work for the here and now, as opposed to going into the abyss of your wardrobe and pulling out the pants that don't fit, and then feeling bad about that. I mean, I I don't think that we should be looking into our closet and pulling at the sizes that worked before we got pregnant because it shouldn't fit, you know, typically four to six months after. Um, So if you can, I like to kind of move those items sort of out of view. If you live in the New York City area, we don't usually have, like, multiple closets to kind of, like, move that completely out of you. But we organize it in a way where we pull the items together in a section of your closet that do work. And on-site, when I'm working with you, styling those pieces and giving you ideas on how to piece them together. Um, I'm not saying that you should detox and get rid of clothing just because it doesn't fit if you still like it. I, you know, I think you should give yourself a year, maybe even two years, um... To kind of get back to a weight that you feel comfortable in no matter what that weight is and hold on to those items. But I also don't think you should be accessing them on an everyday basis. And I think it's, um, it's defeating. I think, to to access items that are not working for you. I think it's important to have a functional space, you know, that that, that functioning capsule. Um, You don't have the time either, you know, in the morning with all the moving pieces of your life and um, you're wrangling a baby and maybe you you also work at the same time. And there's just, there's so many different moving pieces. I mean, I'm a mom myself and I have a three-year-old and my mornings are chaotic. I have, you know, a very small amount of time to focus on myself. So, um, so you don't feel defeated and it's so that you're not waking up every day and pulling out things that don't work. It's about kind of create carving out that space of, of the items that do. Mm, yes, 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 yes. So let's, since you alluded to,
0: I don't have a lot of time and space, I'm a mom <laughs> of a three-year-old. Yes. Let's talk about motherhood, Jenny, which we always do. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We always do. Um, how has it challenge you, grown you, inspired you? I know that could be like a speech in and of itself, yeah. but like, what are the main things that you feel like have really been part of this evolution into this time in
1: your life? I mean, it's, there's so much, it's very loaded. Yeah. Um, and there's so much change and growth that's happened over the past three years, almost three years. Um, I would say one of the biggest pieces of motherhood is, I mean, I think that we, we we are raised with our parents, or you know, grown ups. Whoever I don't like to always just say everybody yeah. has parents. You know, whoever is raising you, and you have retained certain values and certain behaviors. And um, and when you have a child, or I could only speak from my own experience, when I had Vita, um, you know, it really not. It's 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 about her growth, but it's about my own too. And it really puts a lens on on. A lot of those habits and a lot of those behaviors and and seeing how they come through and, and how you and how you mother your child and seeing what you want to change. And, and it's it's painful at times um, to really take that hard look at yourself um, when you're just sort of like single and don't have kids. You're just kind of like moving and grooving and doing your thing. Um, but the bar is extremely raised when you have a child because you're influencing a life. And we're obviously all trying to do our best to parent our children and i think early on in motherhood i had this like idea of like being like i want to be like the perfect mother and i mean i'll be totally transparent like i was talking to my therapist about it and she was just like there's no such thing as the perfect mother you just need to be good enough Mm -hmm. and that actually really bothered me because i was like seeing her in the early days of being a mother and i was like wait just good enough i don't want to be good enough i want to be the perfect mother like i'm going to be the perfect mother and as my daughter gets older and, and, you know, things become more challenging in different ways, you know, not just like sleep, you know, sleep challenges or um, breastfeeding challenges. We're talking about like real emotional exchanges between me and my three year old as she gets older. Um, there's no such thing. You know, there's just no such thing as the perfect mother. And all I can do is do my best. And I think the self-awareness is really key in terms of, you um, understanding how you're parenting, understanding how you're influencing, you know, your children and, and doing the best that you can. Does that,
0: yeah. Answer your question? yeah. <laughs>
1: Does that explain I mean, just, like, there's, just so, there's much, so much, there, there's just, it's, there's, there's so much, there's I so mean, much, yeah. it's so profound. Yes. I've never gone, I mean, I've been through a lot of, um, periods of my life where I've been in like, like huge self-discovery modes. And this this is, this is another one. Um, and it's endless, right? Like, you know, my daughter's only three, she's going to just continuously change and then I'm going to have to continuously adjust. And I'm also going to have to grow, um, as she grows and it's, you know, we're growing simultaneously together, which I actually think is really beautiful, but growth is hard and it can be painful and it's challenging, but, um, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it is amazing. And we have to be Actually, I'm looking at when I was just on my trip to Paris, I got this um, beautiful postcard, which to me expressed everything that I want to be. And I'll read it in French because it sounds so pretty. And then I'll translate it for those of you that don't know French. It says, la vie, ce n'est pas d'attendre que l'orage passe, c'est d'apprendre à danser sous la pluie. Which means life is not about learning to pass through the storm. It's about learning to dance in the rain, Mm -hmm. which I think is... Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And so real, especially when it comes to motherhood, because there is never a time where it's completely calm. Mm -hmm. Um, There's always the things that pop up and there's always the challenges to the system and to the mental, emotional balance. It's always in flux. Mm -hmm. So it's really more about how are you navigating how are you continuing to be that light for your child and that light for yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, how are you? How are you expressing you these days? Stylistically, life. How am I expressing myself? How are you expressing yourself? Where do you feel like you get a chance to express the Jenny who's evolving as a mom and as a stylist and as a partner? And <laughs> where where do you find those moments where like she comes through?
1: Um, that's tricky question it's a beyond mom question (laughs) it's a tricky question um it can be little things sometimes I well that's I'm thinking
0: do you Um, want me to tell you where I think I find it and maybe that'll help inspire your thoughts yeah okay so I think I find it interestingly like when I just let myself be really present with my kids like this weekend my husband was away and like I just put down like the million things I think I have to do in my mm-hmm. mind. And we like walked through the pride parade and like made our way to the West side parks and we picnicked and we just played. And like, I feel like I let like my best me kind of be expressed when i just allow myself to be in the moment. Um, I feel like I let myself come out like actually sometimes when I cook, mm-hmm. like when I have just this like creative expression um, and I definitely feel like I'm most myself when I make time with my friends and yeah. I just get to step out of the stuff mm-hmm. like when we go out to dinner and we talk or like when I just took my trip with my friend to Paris like how lucky am I and um, And I just get to be me in these moments where all the titles get to drop down Mm -hmm. and kind of like melt away.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I similarly feel like that. I don't feel like I've given myself as much opportunity to have that like time. Not that I haven't had time away from my daughter. I obviously work and I see clients and I do see friends. Um, But I recently, recently just took a trip to Mexico with a friend um, for five days, which was really hard to go. And it was really terrifying to leave. Um, I think I spent too much, I think I, in hindsight, feel like I waited too long to kind of take that break, um, that breath that mm-hmm. I really needed to feel whole um, or re- not reconnected, but connected to this newer self um, without, you know, being a mother in a sense in, 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 in like real time, you know, yeah. having the opportunity to really pay attention to myself and my own needs and my self-care. Um, so that was a really good break and I definitely felt connected. And I also, again, like when I, when I am able to be president, we have a place of state and for some reason, you know, like I never thought that I would be like a country person ever. Like I am, I'm definitely very urban and I also felt like if I was going to like live in my best place ever, it would be by a beach somewhere. And that would be my like happy Zen place. But we, we got a place of state after Vita was born and there's something really peaceful about there, that place that allows me to let go of work, of Instagram, of the hustle of New York City, the sirens, um, and I could really just be with my family. I could be with my daughter. There is a place called Omega Institute that's right by there, and it's like literally like you hear the birds chirping, you feel the lake, you feel you feel everything. I feel everything so deeply when I'm there. I'm able to leave my phone, leave the responsibilities and leave everything behind the chaos of life. Um, which I think, you know, being a New Yorker, I think really, as a mother has like, it could wear on you, um, Mm -hmm. the intensity of all of it. Um, yeah. So those two examples for sure. Um, I think being with my friends is really key. Um, laughing is really, really important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and remembering, you know, like that, there is this part of me outside of being a mother um, that I need to stay connected to. That needs to be nourished because um, I think you can get lost in in in, in all of it for sure.
0: Absolutely. Um, I also wanted to ask you, Jenny, because you you are pretty active on social media. Um, if you don't follow her, you should um, mm-hmm. at your soul style um, on Instagram and otherwise. Um, you've really, really kind of evoked a little bit more of an activist voice recently, like in the past year or two, actually, since Trump was elected. (laughs) Let's be clear on exactly when it happened. I'm happy to be transparent about it. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. Um, But I think, I mean, I've really loved watching how you've expressed your perspectives because you do it in a way that is so in line with, for lack of a better word, with your brand, like with who you are as a person, with your business, with your general philosophy, Mm -hmm. and you're using your voice, um, and you do it visually. And I think um, I really respect it because I personally feel like I'm still trying to figure out how to do that for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know with a lot of the things going on in the world right now that many of us might be disturbed by um, or feel like change is necessary we're kind of all seeking, you know, how do we express what we care about? And especially in a world today where there is such a pull on social media from sometimes it can feel like too much, but there's also so much opportunity as platforms. Um, So I just would love for you to share a little bit about how you've embraced that Mm -hmm. and like where, where inside of you that's come from and then how it's kind of manifested. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely like, I, Yeah, like, there's definitely a part of me that is like that, like an activist, for sure. And I use social media, which I think is a great platform to use my voice and express that. Um, You know, I'm married to a woman. And I think that what really triggered me more than anything was when the election happened. Um, You know, obviously, like the administration in place... Doesn't necessarily believe in um, supporting same sex marriage and some same sex relationships, and um, it's, it's not very female centric in terms of empowerment and support um, so I felt directly affected by everything that happened in the White House um, two years ago, almost two years ago and I felt like it was really important for me to use my voice I have a daughter um, she's growing up with two mothers and you know if, I think what the most I think the most important thing to me is to create a space for relatability so in order for me to create a space for rela- relatability or for anybody to create a space for relatability, relatability you need to use your voice so that the information is out there so people can grab onto it and people feel like understood. And if I can be that person for one person, then, then I'm making a difference. Then, then, then my voice is reaching somebody. And I, I think that using social media, um, as the vehicle to do so has been really important to me because I think that's, that's a place that you can actually, re- you know, you have a lot of reach, um, So I I don't like, I mean, I've like changed my tune a little bit about this. I think that right after the election, I was almost like annoyed when people weren't using their voice on social media. And I kind of felt like, here's your opportunity. Like, say something, say something. Like, I know how you feel. Like, you need to say it. Like, we need to collectively use our voices. I, I try to take more of the enlightened approach now and I think that everybody is different and everybody uses their voice differently um, for me it's been a really good resource a really good platform for expressing that and again like I think it's really important for me to be like an example and for me to be create that kind of relatability for people and and I'm happy to do so I, I've, I've always kind of been that type of person like you know pushing the envelope a little bit but um, not really being scared to speak up. Um, I've always kind of remember, I remember, I never remember not being that, you know, like that's just always been ingrained in part of, part of who I am. Um, I think I like shocking people too. I think there's actually a part of me that kind of like wants to really like, like, it's not like necessarily like shock value. It's more like, um, I just, I, I'm not scared to be who I am. And that's exactly what my brand is built on. You know, and again, I'm not perfect by any means. And I have my, They're not. I am the perfect mother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm, I knew not, that. I'm not the perfect mother and I'm definitely not the perfect person. And I have moments where I sort of, you know, feel insecure or challenged, need to really dive in and kind of find my center again and recalibrate, um, but I'm not scared to say any of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I'm human. And I think we're all moving through life and trying. And um, I don't know. I just have never really been scared to use my voice. Ever. I love that. And even if my voice is shaky. Yeah. I'm to use well, it. Well,
0: that's what's so interesting. Because, like, you can sometimes be a little bit, like, shy-ish or like, whatever. <laughs> but actually, actually, you're pretty comfortable using your voice. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's... Pretty amazing,
1: I guess, yeah, yeah, and more so as, as I get older too, and I yeah. evolve as a person. Um, I'm definitely more um, empowered to use to use my voice and speak up. I love it. <laughs>
0: so. Um, Jenny, you might not be the perfect person. You might not be the perfect mom, but you're a pretty amazing woman.
1: Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I think that everybody listening can understand why I do whatever I can, humanly possible, to go out to dinner with this one <laughs> and have a drink and talk because this conversation is always actually a lot like this. Yeah. So I hope you've enjoyed kind of spying in on how we tend to talk. But this is the good stuff with Jenny. So quickly, Jenny, before we say goodbye today, tell everybody... Um, how to follow you okay. and if they're interested in working with you, how to go about it sure. and anything you'd want everyone to sure. know. Sure.
1: Um, well, my email is, um, Jenny at your You can reach me directly there. My website is your with the links to my email and contact information. And, um, my Instagram is at your And I work with, you know, women in the, in the motherhood space, but I work with women in all different transitions of their lives. So um, I would love to hear from you. Um, Hit me up if you even have a question or you just want to chat further Um, via Instagram. uh, My email is great too. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Continue the conversation. Yeah. So, okay, everybody, I
0: just want to give an extra little shout out to the Beyond Mom podcast. I know you're listening to this episode, but there's lots of other really wonderful episodes um, in this season and prior ones where I talk to other inspiring, intriguing women that I'm lucky enough to know or have access to, and um, I'm so touched and thrilled by the feedback I've been getting from some of these recent conversations that people are really learning and making connections in their own lives via these conversations. Um, and there's really nothing that's more meaningful to me than that. So definitely carve out space to listen um, or do it on the go, which is the great thing about podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thank you, Jenny, for being thank here. I love and you. I love you too. Mm-hmm. And for all of you listening, I thank you for tuning in. And thank yourself for inspiring yourself because that in and of itself is an important meaningful effort and hopefully you'll thank yourself later (laughs) so take care of yourself and be well